This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You found another Two Fat Lattes podcast. Compliments of Joy 94.9. Hello, Benny. Uh, oh, hello. It's a Two Fat Lattes. How you going there, love? Yeah, I'm excellent. Ready for you. the footy, mate? Oh, is it? I thought it was soccer. <laughs> Can't you tell with the scarves? No. Out on the street? No, I can't. It's the cats and the hawks, mate. But I knew because the weather... When hey, the, mate. When the weather changes, it's footy's final season. Well, you wouldn't want to be out there tonight. Oh, it's, fright, it's frightfully cold. People have to wear their um, thermals tonight. They do. Their thermalactyls. Absolutely. The two fat lattes ready to create a thermal. What? <laughs> You're enjoy. <laughs> I just suddenly have to go to the bathroom. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Let's make this break from quite that conversation. Yeah, I don't oh know my why. Good, you've got the weakest little sphincter. <laughs> oh, tell me something. <laughs> oh, where did you find that? You're supposed that? to wait till the break, Frank. You're not. Oh, can we? <laughs> Producer Paul, <laughs> thank you. I wish he would stop recording himself for sound effects. <laughs> the idea is to not let me want to go. Because that will make me want to go. You know, this week I was doing a lot of people watching at work. Yes, what happened? And I just wrote little notes and I had I had it in my diary. One of the girls at work, for instance, her name was um, Mary, no, was um, sitting there and she, she felt a bit low. She had a bit of low blood sugar in the afternoon. Yeah, you do get that. And so she said, I feel like, she said, I feel like. I Did feel you say like, it in English I accent? feel like a droopy flower. And oh. I said, oh. I don't. No, I don't. But then I, she kept going on about her droopy flower. Yeah. And I was thinking, I don't really want to know. Like, can you think of another analogy? analogy? Like, mm. because I just saw like a wilted orchid. Do you or, know? Or a, one of those. Or a, or a soggy hibiscus. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's the ones that like droop very quickly? The they're Venus like flytrap. No, they're like a very like a big sunflower, but they're not sunflowers. There's the ones that come out at night. They open up at night. Not those. They're closed during the day, but as soon as the sun sets, they're I think like it's clams. Like, I think it's a prim. Is it primrose? Are they like clams? Do they eat mozzies? Remember, I used to have him in my backyard near the Barbie. I think so, yeah. Yeah, next to the statue of Mary, yes. Our Lady. And in the evening, they used to open up. It was like a miracle. <laughs> it was very miraculous. So there was her droopy flower, but then she went on because she said she wasn't feeling very well, and then she said she needed a Heineken manoeuvre. Did said, she want a beer? <laughs> And I said, no, it's not It's not a Heineken manoeuvre. <laughs> and I said, it's a Heimlich. A Hindlich. No, not a Hindlich either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Hind. It wasn't a Hindlich. I think that's where she got her droopy flower from. Possibly. But, um, but there was a lot of sharing this week. A lot of people, you know, sharing their stories. Sharing stories with you, particularly. Yeah, like one girl, she was having... She's a, she's the cougar woman that I told the you cougar, about. Yeah. yeah, the cougar. She had a bar, she had a shower. Apparently, she had this incident where she was having a shower and her neighbour she forgot to, to draw the blind. And apparently, like she said, then there was like thirty five guys standing in the no. park watching her shower. And I said, "Honey, like <laughs> you must be the only person in Melbourne, number one, that has blinds in their shower, like." And who has clear glass. Like, don't normally bathrooms have frosted glass? They generally do, yeah. Yeah, so d- don't shower in the kitchen. <laughs> I've got a very special guest in the studio with us tonight, yes, Frank. Yes, tell me. During the week, I was handed this book. 
it's a novel called Sage. And, you know, and then when I looked inside it, um, it had been signed by the author. And then I thought, oh, isn't this lovely? I'm going to have a read of this when I'm on my trip. And then as I, you know, I sort of asked a few questions. And then I discovered that the author of this book was 15 when she wrote it. She's actually 19 now, but she was 15 when she wrote that book. That's amazing. Yeah, and I... Think I, I, I think I was still... It intrigued me. Scratching I thought, myself. I thought, we've got to get her into the studio and have a little chat because this deserves a Rainbow Award. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> Welcome, Stephanie Holder, the thank author you. of Sage, <laughs> The Power Within. Yes, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I haven't read the book yet because oh, Benny right. just no. handed it to me. I just handed it to him. I said, Frank, we've got to talk to Stephanie tonight. <laughs> now, so we haven't read the book. We don't know what the book's about. Fine. So, let, I just wanted, you know, first thing was, what inspired you at the age of 15 to write a novel this big? I, I don't really know. I actually can't remember what inspired me to write it, why I wrote it in the first place. I've been writing since I was young, but you know what? I got to the point where I was like, I couldn't find a good book that I really wanted to read. So right. I thought, why not write my own? So, everything that I wanted to see in a book... I wrote it. You wrote it. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And you said you've got prequels. So you must have been writing at the age of eight. <laughs> well, yeah, almost. <laughs> so what was your favourite subject at school? Um, well, I'd say English. <laughs> but anything, really. Anything art. Like, I just... Anything I get my... You know, creative. That was just me. Creative. Right. So maths, you're a, don't ask me anything about so maths. So you're a, you're a latte at heart. You're a yeah. creative soul. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> So you thought you'd you'd get a handful of glitter and wave it over a couple of pages, five hundred pages. <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> so this, what what is the story basically about? Look, it's about it's about a young girl who, um, when she's thirteen, it's a bit of a tragedy. Her brother is murdered. Yes. And um, by what presumes it's his best friend, who she really looked up to. Um, and you know, it sort of skips um, five years. And when she's older, she's determined to prove that she's the best. She's in the army. And when she's on the field, she actually runs into the murder of her brother. Really? And he recognises her. And in the end, he, he can't um, kill her. He abducts her. Yeah. And she's drawn into a conspiracy behind her brother's murder. And there's an entire wow. um, organisation trying to uproot the politics of her world. Oh my god! It's, but there's like it's <laughs> like it come out of your head, <laughs> and it, there's a sci-fi kind of twist to it, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's it, like I we're calling it contemporary fantasy because I'm trying to base it as much as possible to reality without seeming too far-fetched. I don't want it to be like oh, that can't really happen, like you know, that sort of thing. Because I like things that you can actually believe that could possibly exist. I right. think that's really exciting for a story. So yeah. there's um, a movie director contacted you yet? Oh well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're lining up. <laughs> no, but this is what I wanted to find out from you is yeah. the whole how what made you think uh, here I am I'm going to get this book published Look, I actually, I was kind of very nervous about it. Even to this day, I'm quite shy about my, my writing. My parents didn't even know I was writing until I said, look, this publisher wants to meet with me. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Frank and I, we love um, quiet achievers. Oh. And <laughs> we always say to our rainbow warriors, like, you know, sprinkle a bit, get a bit of glitter, throw it at it. Of course. And you, ex- you have done that. <laughs> and you. I think there's nothing more exciting than a young person that makes their dreams come true. Mm. People can buy this book online, can't they? Yes, they can. If they go to altobooks.com.au. Yeah, the publisher's website. Yep. Do you want the website? It's www.altobooks.com.au. Yep. Yeah, Alto, A-L-T-O. Yes. And producer Paul is going to um, put the details on our website, the Two Fat Lattes. So thank you very much for doing <laughs> thank that, you Stephanie. For yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. And good luck with the other two thank publications so too. <laughs> and your prequels. Oh, of course. <laughs> well done. 
When you're in the public eye, especially on television, you can't stuff things up. Sort of like Carl Stefanovic. The winner of the TV Week Gold Logie 2011 is... Drunk! And he's done it again. He launched a book for his old mate. The best in the business. Mr. Richard Wilkins. I love you like a brother. No problems yet. Oh, here we go. I know three things about Richard Wilkins. Great bloke, big hair, massive... That's not funny. The two fat lattes that never disgrace themselves in public and they don't know how big Richard Wilkins is... is... Well, that didn't end well, did it? Joy 94.9. How did he know? Yeah, how does interesting. Carl know? Carl's obviously had a good look. <laughs> Do you know, tonight on um, Deal or No Deal, don't yeah. ask me how I got to watch this, I, I was just walking past the TV and Andrew O'Keefe, the man that was the contestant on the show tonight, was a tailor. And so he he whipped out a, a, a tape measure and started taking Andrew Andrew oh, his inseam. He was going to do his inseam, and then everyone went ooh, and then Andrew stopped. And then you know because it was like you know he stopped the fun, and he goes, no, no, mate, I'm into it. It's just not in front of the girls. Oh, what does that mean? Not in front of the girls. He's not in front of the, you know the the, the audience, girl, the girls with the with the boxes. <laughs> the he box, actually said the that. box girls. <laughs> I don't know. They're just the girls that open up the box. Yeah, but they're right at the beginning. Cause yeah, then they they didn't, no, the no, it was at the very beginning. Right. They had wigs on. Okay. So they had like black hair and the big and the box. So that took your attention, did it? Well, I was kind of intrigued that he sort of admitted that he was into it. <laughs> he didn't mind, a, you know, a bit of tape running up his in leg. <laughs> because at some point you have to lift the bombionary. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and, um, you know, <laughs> he's um, he's... You know, he's packing a pit bull. <laughs> it's angry. <laughs> you have arrived at that time of the evening where we fit the gloves, Benny. Yes, the homo helpline. We need to. We've washed our hands with um, Dettol, and we're about to put our gloves on. Let me go to Warwick. Warwick writes, um, "Hello, ladies. Yeah, I have a homo helpline for tonight." Or oh, he, he says, "Home help." Yes, he means homo helpline. <laughs> he says, my problem is I've been married to my husband for five years. Nine. Nine years. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's also included very happy, which we don't believe for one second. <laughs> he says, I'm, he's, I'm the creative knick-knack display boy and his husband is the corporate husband who is so sweet. Okay. I haven't met a corporate so sweet person, have you? Have you met a few corporate psychopaths? Hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fruit loops in suits. And um, let me, he says, um, he thinks that I don't listen to him as I am creative and have a very short attention span of, say, about two minutes. That's that's quite lengthy, actually. That's longer than a goldfish. Yeah, that's right. He says sometimes um, he sometimes angles my head towards the light and swears that he can see through to the light bulb in the ceiling. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> um, can you help me? No. How can how can how to be more attentive to my husband? Oh, he wants to be more attentive to him. I've never had this kind of homo That's strange. Like. So he's basically asking, how can he be not a bimbo? Well, essentially, yeah. So he's married to 
someone so sweet who doesn't actually sound very he sweet. He doesn't see. I told you, didn't I say <laughs> he wrote very happy, but did, he meant to say extremely sad. <laughs> didn't, when people say very happy, they don't mean it. Right. Do you I, reckon? Well, I don't know. I have to take his word for it. No, because normally, like you say, you know, like blah, 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 you know, I've been, you know, with my partner for a couple of years. Most people don't actually have to emphasize the very the happiness. Hap- the happiness. The happiness just exudes from them. Yes. They don't have to but say But we it. were drawn into a black vortex just then. <laughs> the fact, I think he he's pained by the fact that his husband um, looks through his ears and sees a light globe at the other end. Oh. Well, you know, that would be quite, you know, demeaning. Well, not if he's wearing high heels and if he looks good. Because there always has to be a payoff, doesn't there, Frank? Oh, I suppose, There's yeah. got to be a payoff. So, you're, you know, God either makes you gorgeous and dumb or, like us, ugly and very smart. <laughs> and single. And single. Yes. Mm. Uh, this is a very difficult homo helpline tonight because I don't know how we can actually help, apart from suggest they split up. <laughs> would that help? Yes. <laughs> it would help Who us. Who would it help? It would help us because we wouldn't receive boring emails like this again. <laughs> So, um, no. Um, <laughs> no, really? Poor Warwick. Um, <laughs> poor Warwick. How condescending. Oh, <laughs> uh, If only he had an interesting life. <laughs> that he, you know, he's got so much time on his hands that he actually put that together and sent it to well, us. Well, you know, he gave it, gave it a good red hot go. He gave it a go, but it doesn't deserve... It's probably a bronze doesn't star. Doesn't deserve a response? Well, it's not a gold star effort. It's more a bronze star. So I don't I don't understand where his dilemma is. He I don't wants, understand Warwick at all. He wants to be more attentive to his husband, but he says that he forgets stuff and I don't He doesn't sound like a catch. <laughs> does he? Someone that forgets to be attentive? Yeah. What's he do? Sit on the sofa eating chocolates out of a box, watching daytime television. <laughs> He's a creative While type. corporate like he sounds like um Endora. But he's married to he's married to um What's the guy's name? D- Darren. Der- Derwin. Darren. Darren Stevens. See, the husband sounds like Darren Stevens. Yeah. And he sounds like he's not um, Elizabeth Montgomery. He's he's the the psychopath that lives next door. <laughs> Mrs. Kravitz. Oh, her. Yeah. Right. It's an interesting analogy. Well, Mrs. Kravitz was creative. How? Well, she knitted all her own jumpers. <laughs> her twin sets. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry for pre- <laughs> I'm sorry for this segment right now. <laughs> yes, look, we've got docking happening left, right, and centre. We've got Braden docking in Melbourne, and you know we gag for good docking, don't we? We love a good we, dock. We just adore a good docking, particularly when it's local. Uh, from Wade via the Joy app. Right, don't forget that you can down if you go to iTunes, you can jo- download the Joy app, and your messages come to uh, to us directly via the interweb. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. Um, Wade wants to know. He says, "What's with docking? Is it anything like planking? I don't get it." Well, it's kind of like a plank Wade, once you've docked. Where the hell has Wade been? Now, can we do a quick explanation of what docking oh, is? Can you? We how are we going to? Explain docking. No, in terms of latte docking. Okay. Because I think very, uh, earlier on this year, um, when we started, li- you know, when people started listening in through Facebook and stuff, people were saying hello from London and Germany. And so we said it was like a docking station, wasn't it? So what happens in, when something, when you dock, when you put your 
your um, what's that called? That thing, Frank. <laughs> your what is that, Paul? This thing? Po- no, the the point at the end of the plug. plug at the end of the point at the end of the headphone. Is it a plug? It's a plug, <laughs> Benny. <laughs> I thought there was a technical term for it, all right? You plug it in. Yeah, and so you dock with us. You dock with the two fat lattes. It's like plugging it in. Yeah. Is that it? Well, you kind of... It also has another connotation as well. We don't talk about that. Well, we don't go sexy well. We don't do the rollover. <laughs> well, if... if who? What's his name? Wade. If Wade goes to the interweb, yes. goes to Google, yes. plugs in docking, yes. then he can tell us what it means. Because I'm sure he'll get a variety of different things. Oh, you, you're suggesting he does a Google. Yes. Right. Will that work? It might work, I'll yes. To check. So, we've just explained it. Yes, we did. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. Because <laughs> we love when we can interact with our listeners. I know you keep saying that this evening. Well, we do. We do love it when we hear from our friends in London, in Germany, in Amsterdam, in... Preston. S- <laughs> and now, time for the X Factor Report. Well, it's more like the crap factor. You might remember last week there was some really ordinary singing like this. And this. I wonder if it's but nobody can beat Gail. She said she did bad last year because someone gave her some fisherman's friends and. I sounded like an alley cat. I said I didn't have the X Factor. Really? I cannot wait to hear this. Neither can we. So, how did it go? Said he had to work, so I went to the show Then came time for the judge's decision. I'm just not crazy about your voice. I was just blown away. In which way? Well, I wish somebody would have actually blown me away before you started singing. So, there you go. Proving that the talent pool is very shallow. (laughs) We were laughing at you, not with you, Gail. And that, my friend, is another, and probably the last... X Factor Report. (laughs) Oh, is X X in this situation, is it for wrong? (laughs) Not tick factor. <laughs> they need a tick factor, don't they? As in, what do you mean a tick? Tick for right. <laughs> tick for wrong. X for wrong. Oh, dear. The wrong factor. I was watching it last night. There was a bit of Mel B action going on. Oh. She was telling everyone off. Is she is she in that position? Can she actually do that? Well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, weren't you in the Spice Girls? Yes, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> it is very hard to remember, especially like now she looks a bit um, like a barrel. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> she's had it. Oh, really? She's still that big. <laughs> well, she's not scary for no reason. Has Scary Spice, has her, have her balls dropped? Because she's sounding very scary. <laughs> her and Posh need to stand together and take a photo. What would they be? The number 10. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 12-year-old drag queen in the UK. Oh, that is absolutely scary. Does <laughs> he go to school like that? Well, apparently he likes dressing up uh, in drag. Yes. Well, tell me the story about this kid. Well, I'll tell you the story. He's a 12-year-old kid. He's been crowned the drag queen of his village. In an annual contest. Yes. So, there's, a, there's the first problem. What? That the village is having a drag queen but contest. He's the, but he's the only drag in the village. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this village having a drag? I think it's Landui Brefi. 
maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's uh, his name is Redvers Stokes. He won in a figure-hugging pink number. Yes. Uh, Dolly Parton hair and big lipstick. And he's from a town called Sticker in Cornwall. Sticker. Yeah. Wow. Does um, and where, then, but, sorry. Has he got gaffer tape? For? Well... For the important bits. For the important bits. Yeah. Well, I think he would. He must. That's scary because he would have had. To, would he have to? He would have to get some advice about. He that. would. He's known as Naughty Nora. Naughty? Is that his name? That's his name. Oh, you know, beige people should just leave drag alone. <laughs> like I love. I I saw the other day on Facebook. I was looking at someone's Facebook because I just trawl through people's Facebooks, and um, <laughs> I saw a photo with someone with a drag queen called Wilma Fingerdo. <laughs> Now that. see that's glitter. Wilma Fingerdo. Wilma Fingerdo. <laughs> that is glitter. What's his name? What's Naughty Nora? That's beige. <laughs> Hello. Not you know. Got, <laughs> doesn't not working. No, it doesn't. China apparently is banning a hundred music tracks. Chinese songs? <laughs> no, they're English songs. Oh, I want to know. Not my I, my life will go on. No. You know, the Celine Dion track. No, but I would have banned that. Yes. Myself in an what English country. What are they banning? Country. What are they banning? Well, you know, what's quite interesting is that I can picture what's his name? Deng Xiaoping there? What's Who? the Chinese leader's name? Um Wen ba- Wen Zhao Bang. Really? What whatever his name is. I was gonna say I can it picture be- him listening to every lyric, sitting there with his tape deck, <gasps> pressing play and pause. Oh, yes. With those big tape. With a huge tape. Those tapes. big audio tapes. Yes. It's very advanced in China. Listening to Katy Perry's last Friday night. Oh, is she banned? And is saying she? she's talking about skinny dipping. Ban. Cross that out. She's talking about being drunk. Ban. Cross oh, that out. Oh, you actually listen to her lyrics. I do. <laughs> she's talking about threesomes. Bang. Is she? Cross that out. And she, they did something not right. What do you mean? In that song. Don't they? They, they released it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they released and she dyed her hair pink. Did she? Yeah. Yes. Apparently Kylie's been banned too. Has she? Yeah. There you go. All the lovers got banned. All the lovers. And can't get you out of my head. No uh. longer available in China. What are, are there any others that what about yeah, Aiko? Gaga. What are, she's uh. gone. She's there's no Judas all born this way. Right. They can't deal with that. What about They don't like Bruno Mars either. Really? Yeah. Look, Benny. They're very, very... They just banned everything. That, what almost. About, I was trying to think of... Um, what about... Do you remember Backstreet Boys, Benny? The back... No, I don't. They had a song, I want, I, I want it that way. Remember that? Why is that controversial? Well, apparently it was poor taste and vulgar. <laughs> well, if they're going to ban everything that's poor taste... And, you know, also what's banned is um, Gail from The X Factor. <laughs> Oh, oh riveting radio, Frank. <laughs> Did you watch Wild Boys the other night? No. With um, Daniel McPherson? No. They've gone like country and western on us. And what, oh, it's it's like, yes, it's like Dr. Quinn. Yes, Medicine Woman. Dr. Quinn with a stubble, <laughs> isn't it? It's Dr. <laughs> Dr. Quinn that's down and dirty. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit like it's that. It's like Little House on the Prairie with sex. <laughs> Don't you think? With Randy Horses. <laughs> Apparently, Channel 7 admitted that in one of the um, scenes, there was a character who farted. Oh, no. In the premiere you episode. You know fart. It, it, as soon as we say fart. Yes. 
all our listeners are going to write in. Are they? They're going to tell us about their farting. Are they? (laughs) 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 That's it. Do you reckon it was a little bit like that? No, not in the wild. It would have been chunkier, wouldn't it? It would have been like heavier. It would have been more Ned Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been like it would have bounced off the tin. (laughs) It would have been like gunshot. Apparently, in the tapes that were sent out to the critics before the show aired, yes. Daniel McPherson and his co-star's character were thrown in jail, yes. and a fellow prisoner in there broke wind quite loudly. On Daniel? <laughs> well, I don't know if it happened on him, <laughs> but he broke wind very loudly. But in the episode that aired- But it was, it was an accident. It was reduced to a barely audible breeze. A breeze? A barely audible one. So what? They, they it was of, a bit like- They fluffed the fluff. It was a bit like- Oh. Have you got one from the actual show? Put your hands in the air. Look on the bright side, Jack. Things can't get much worse than this, mate. Oh! <laughs> that sounds like a grizzly bear. That sounds like a hungry grizzly. But this is the edited one. This is the edited okay, one. Okay, play that. Put your hands in the air. On the bright side, Jack. Things can't get much worse than this, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to another Two Fat Lattes podcast, proudly brought to you by Big Mouth Media, voiceovers and audio production, and broadcast every Friday night from 7 till 9 on Melbourne's Joy 94.9. Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. We'll be back again soon. In the meantime, check out the website, www.twofatlattes.com. Producer Paul speaking. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.